Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camo wear at a price you can afford, huntworthgear.com, and by Ducks Unlimited, a proud sponsor of our show and of duck hunters everywhere, ducks.org. We're also brought to you by the Castle Rock Beatonwell Lakes Association, 60 square miles of fun on the water, castlerock-beatonwell.com, and by Woodside Ranch Resort and Conference Center, woodsideranch.com. I'm Dan Small. Today, Jim Bobbyash tells us what's going on at the Range of Richfield this month. Otto Reitz invites boaters, anglers, and spectators to the 7th Annual Warriors on the Water Fishing Outing next Saturday, August 12th, on Lake Winnebago. And Garrett Marshall of Madison, Wisconsin, reveals how he won this year's Ernest Hemingway Lookalike Contest in Key West. All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio, so stay right there. Time now for Madison Outdoors, presented by Pappas Trading Post, southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. They're located just west of Arena at the intersection of Highway 14 and County Highway H, and on the web at pappastradingpost.com. And this is a feature you hear every week at this time on Fox Sports 1070, WTSO, and anytime at all on our podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Might be Lake Link, iHeartRadio, OutdoorNews.com. You can find it everywhere. Well, joining us once again, after a break, we gave him a few weeks off here, Pro Angler Duffy Cup. Duffy, welcome back. It's been a while. Well, it has been a while. We've been pretty busy except for about the last two weeks. Uh-huh. Been hot for you, huh? been hot and if you look at the water temperatures in the madison area the musky thing is out the window i'm already prepared tomorrow to head out on mendota and see if we can't find some big fish on mendota we're going to be going in deep water for a pike okay and what do you do to target them being that we're all kind of lazy i think the easiest thing for us to do and i've actually done this quite a bit over the years is to troll spoon plugs when you look at it and everything you go oh man what the heck is that but i'll tell you what you don't have to be fancy you don't need a line counter or anything else at least the way i do it is i throw it a pretty good distance to the back of the boat depending upon what size you're using and if it starts hitting the bottom repeatedly then you want to reel in some line. You want it every once in a while to hit the bottom, but that's about it. That's If you can do that consistently, you're probably going to be picking up some fish. So I go University Bay. You get out in about 25 feet of water. For people that are familiar with that, I'm going to give away a spot here. Okay. Where all those sailboats are parked out there. Yeah. You get a little bit deeper than those sailboats. You know, that's 20, 25 feet of water. And just try to stay in 25 feet of water, let that spoon plug do its work. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how the weed situation is on that side of the lake. There's a couple of other, you know, you get the Dunn's Bar and a couple of the other bars around there, too. Uh, I will do it there. I'll use a smaller one there because I don't want it to get down quite as deep. But uh, those can be pretty productive areas. And the fish right now with that warm, warm water and the muskies uh, taking a snooze on the bottom, which is probably a good thing. And those pike, I don't think they even come in very shallow to feed this time of the year. You might find them suspended. You know, if there's a big group of bait fish swimming around, they might be suspended near them. 
but a lot of times they're going to be just sitting on the bottom waiting for something to happen. All right. And you said spoon plug. Now, old-timers like you and me know what that is, but for folks who never heard of it, this is the Buck Perry invention, That a bent piece of uh, sheet metal is what it looks like. It's heavy. It's not thin metal that you can bend in your hands, but it stays at the depth you start trolling it at, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, and it's very consistent, and, and that's the nice thing. The other thing I really like about it is just 10 feet down, there's some weeds suspended in the water. Your line hits that, and it works its way down to the leader. As soon as that happens, you know, when a little bit gets on those spoon plugs, that spoon plug will come right up to the surface. It gets a little frustrating sometimes, but at least you're not dragging a crankbait through the water with a bunch of weeds hanging on it and don't know it. Yeah, you know you're fishing clean. Well, that's good. What else is going on on the Madison chain? From everybody I've talked to, and I don't know, of course, you you talk to Pat, he probably has a little bit better handle on it. I think even a lot of the, the panfish guys are struggling a little bit. I don't know about Monona and Wabisa with the panfish, but i got to think that on Mendota, they're going to be kind of hard to find. I think if you find any species of fish, if you're on top of them, you're going to be able to catch them. But again, you know, walleyes, duck times. You're going to want to catch walleye. I suggest going out at night at this point, just because of the water conditions. Last week, out musky fishing that last day before the hot weather came in, uh, Turville Bay, I had a huge follow. I conservatively estimate that fish to have been 45 inches, and he was nose was about four inches behind my bait. Ooh. I took my first turn on the figure eight, and he just kept swimming straight. Ah. <laughs> he wanted nothing to do with me. Yeah. Other than that, we caught some pike and some bass, and that was about it. Yeah, okay. Well, gosh, you have been up north, and we'll talk about that, but before we do, how about the Wisconsin River and Lake Wisconsin here? Anything there? I haven't heard anything about that, but again, the water temperatures on the river are a little bit less of an effect on that because that water's moving all the time. Yep. I, I haven't heard of anybody that's been up there, but... If you're going to be fishing live bait this time of year, I think it could be productive if you find a deeper hole near shallow water uh, with a little bit of current running right outside that hole. That would be a good place to anchor and just throw a crawler down there, whatever you you know you use for live bait. I think that's what I would do if I were up there. I'd be looking for those deep spots. I'd pay attention to my electronics, and sometimes a deep spot can be only five or six feet deep. Yep. Yep. depending upon what's going on around it. All right. Well, now, you were up north. I think you were up in northern Wisconsin and also Canada since we talked last. So what did you find, and what can you tell us? There are four of us that went up to Cedar Lake up in Canada, up the Keystone Lodge, which is a wonderful, wonderful place to go. All four of us are very experienced. We think we know what we're doing, and a lot of times we've proved that we know what we're doing. And there were times we put in an 11-hour day out there. And just as an example, now, guys that musky fish aren't going to believe me when I tell them this, but this is the honest-to-God truth. We found a rock shelf, not a rock pile, but a rock shelf. And on top of that rock shelf, it was maybe three to four feet deep. And we were working the edges of it. And we worked that thing for about two and a half hours. And we had a total of 16 follows. Oh, my. Yep, and it was that same thing. That fish in Trouble Bay reminded me of that because their nose is four inches behind the bait 
I was throwing some of those nice Western swim baits, and you make that first turn, and they just keep going. They had no desire. The four of us working that hard all week, one guy, Iggy, who lives down in Illinois, Iggy caught a 40-incher. That was the only fish caught. So Jeff and Steve and I, we zeroed for the whole week. Wow. Very frustrating, yeah. but you got to have a sense of humor at a certain point. <laughs> oh, absolutely. My goodness. Okay, well, th- did you get up to the Hayward area this uh, this summer yet? Yeah, we were up there near the end of June. The hot weather again was up there, and there were days where we only could fish till 10.30, 11 o'clock in the morning, and then 80 degrees start popping up on your electronics, and then that's the signal for us to quit. Of course, we had that tournament up there, and we had very short days during that tournament because the water was just too hot. And when that water gets to, for me, 76, 77, 78, if you do catch one, I don't even bring them in the boat. I usually let them go. We, we have a measuring stick that we try to estimate the length of the fish on it when it's still in the net, but you don't want to have those fish in that top foot of water that's really hot for an extended period of time or take them out of the water, that's just not good for especially big fish. Yeah. Muskies are very, very sensitive, as big and as tough as they are. They're very, very sensitive to environmental conditions. And even when we were up in Canada, the guy that owns that place, he's owned it over 25 years, he just said the weather has been up and down unbelievable. We went up there the first two days, it was 90 degrees. Mm. By the time we were leaving that morning, I got up, and it was 42 degrees out. Hmm. He said, that's got to be the reason. Now, some of the walleye guys are doing all right, but that's those walleyes sitting in those deep holes trying to survive the warmer water. We almost hit 80 degrees a couple of times. All right. Well, Duffy, we will catch up with you again when it cools down and hope that your action is a little more exciting than what you've seen so far. You're seeing fish but not catching them. That's the way it goes sometimes. Okay, Dan, thanks. You bet. Thank you for that, and we will keep in touch. Duffy Cuff with the Madison Report, brought to you by Pappas Trading Post, Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupe and Abraham, named the best personal injury law firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm voted best and rated best, Hupe and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit Hupe.com. And all 11 offices of Hupe and Abraham in Wisconsin, Iowa, and Illinois are open for business. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has paid tens of thousands of dollars in rewards to help solve crimes in the Milwaukee area. Michael Hupe is the president of Milwaukee Crime Stoppers, and he's offering a $25,000 reward 
for the next anonymous tip that solves a homicide case. So if you've got a tip on an unsolved homicide case, visit MilwaukeeCrimestoppers.com. Well, joining us from his home in Wisconsin Rapids, Jeff Kelmo. Jeff, welcome back, and I imagine it's good to be home for a while after all those road trips. It is, Dan. Uh, I, you know, I like being on the road, but home is always going to be the the number one place to 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 be. And and uh, you know, <laughs> I was thinking the other day while we were staying in another hotel uh, of just like. We're home for almost a month here. I get to actually unpack the bag completely and probably even put it away for a little while. Yeah, I do that myself and always look forward to doing that. Well, how was the National Walleye Trail event up at Sault Ste. Marie? That was last weekend, and your Facebook post uh, said it was pretty exciting. Yeah, so the National Walleye Tour out of Sault Ste. Marie is is always awesome. You know, anytime we run an event, whether it's National Walleye Tour or Masters Walleye Circuit, uh, in Sault Ste. Marie, there is just an awe-inspiring feeling in that place that, that magic can happen. And, and part of it is the vast amount of water that's there. You've got Lake Superior, you've got the St. Mary's River, you've got Lake Huron, and everything that encompasses that. And the whole place is, is, you know, all centered around water. And so it's just a, it's just an incredible place to be. And a, a friend of mine, a, a guy we've had on our show, Max Wilson came yep. out with the win. And, uh, it was just really neat to be a part of that. And, and as, as a, as a professional, you're trying not to, you know, you're trying not to be a homer. You're trying not to cheer for anyone. But it's fun when your friends win, you know, it's, you can't help but, but, you know, cheer them on a little bit. And, uh, it was cool to see that it came down to Isaac and Max because they fished through the Masters Walleye Circuit and won team of the year and, and, uh, won at Leech Lake one year. And so I've handed them some trophies before. It would have been awesome to see either one of them, but I've known Max for so long. It's really cool to, it was really neat to be able to see that. Well, nice. Very good. And now this week, Robert has been continuing his BMX racing. I see you've got a new logo that you're creating for him, the Blue Bobber. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> so we're we're kind of playing around with different things, and um, it's his nickname, so we're we're having fun with it. But uh, he's been racing. We've hit now three of the four tracks here in the state of Wisconsin: Madison, Rhinelander, and then of course central wisconsin here in rapids and um we're hoping to hit a fourth one yet and uh we're gonna we're gonna take him up here this weekend to rhinelander and see how he does um at a at a pretty big state race it's a badger state games uh race in uh rhinelander well good luck for that and i saw you racing i think was that uh, an exhibition race you you didn't <laughs> was, do so well <laughs> it was practice so uh <laughs> Yeah, I would have been beat by, by, uh, let's see, Sydney was the first one across the line. She's 13, 12, maybe 13. Uh, she would have beat me. I had a, I had a probably a seven or eight year old in front of me that beat me. Uh, I did pass somebody, Good. but yeah, it feels a lot faster than it actually looks on the track. And Dan, it's been so long. I mean, it's really been 25 plus years since I've been on a bike for any, you know, real length of time other than just, you know, to scoot down the road or something. Yep, I hear you. Well, you can cheer on your son and feel comfortable that you've retired and that he will keep racing. 
Well, last weekend was our annual Wisconsin Outdoor Communicators Association conference that's held at Trees for Tomorrow up in Eagle River. It was a great conference. DNR Secretary Adam Payne was there Friday night. And uh, you know this, he's from Sheboygan County, he's an avid hunter and angler, grew up fishing the Wisconsin River before he moved to Sheboygan. Uh, he watched outdoor Wisconsin for years, he told me, and he spent 24 years as the Sheboygan County Administrator, but I'm encouraged to, to hear him, I think he's the right guy for the job, he's a hunter, an angler, an outdoorsman, and he understands what many of our concerns are. And speaking of concerns, we heard from Richard Phillips of the Last Wilderness Alliance that's up in Presque Isle. He spoke on the destructive nature of wake boats on small, shallow lakes. It was an eye-opener for sure, and I think we'll get him on the show before the summer is over. Basically, he said, you know, wake boats are fine on big, deep lakes if they stay away from shore on other boats, but on small lakes they are nothing but destruction. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah, real interesting. And my old friends Jeff Wilson and Terry Dalton spoke on loons. They're the two DNR biologists uh, who, um, or he's a DNR a former biologist uh, who studied, who worked with loons, and Terry was uh, uh, at Loon Watch in, uh, at the Sigurd Olson Institute in Ashland. We also heard from a couple of biologists on an update on the status of walleyes in the north which is not a real optimistic picture at this point. And uh, we had a panel discussion on the proposed Pelican River Forest Conservation Initiative. It was a great program. And Sunday, Mark LaBarber and I fished a small lake for panfish, got a mess of bluegills for his mother, Betty. And Betty, if you're listening, I hope you enjoyed them. You know, this was my first trip to Eagle River during musky season where I never uncased a musky rod and i told mark that, that yeah well we got into the bluegills and it, it was a lot of fun and i ran into our old friend george langley at friendship house restaurant there in eagle river got caught up and uh, maybe get up to fish with him sometime yet this year and coming home i usually run with the boat cover off but uh, i wanted to start to get dark and uh, about near your town there rapids i said you know i want to cover it so i uh, stopped, covered it up, and uh, at some point on the freeway between Toma and Sparta, two guys went by me, and they were making motions that I, I thought, I better pay attention to this. And I pulled over, and the cover was flapping like Superman's cape. It had uh-huh. completely detached, except for the straps that hold it on the back. It was unbelievable. So Wow. Uh, no serious damage, no damage to the boat, um, a couple of um, snaps ripped off on the cover, but I'm sure we can get that fixed. But, man, mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't drag it, you know, 100 miles or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah. kidding. Well, coming up, we'll talk to Otto Reitz again. He's of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin. He'll tell us about last weekend's community pig roast and next weekend's Warriors on the Water event in, on Lake Winnebago, where you can help him out. Range of Richfield President Jim Bobby Ash tells us what's going on at the range this month, and this is National Shooting Sports Month. And Garrett Marshall reveals how he won the annual Ernest Hemingway Lookalike Competition last month in Key West. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Your land is your legacy, but keeping it healthy and thriving means caring for it now and in the future. The Family Forest Carbon Program can help you do right by your land with guaranteed income, help developing a forest management plan, and advice from experts. 
If you own 30 acres or more of forest land in Michigan, Wisconsin, or Minnesota, you may be eligible to enroll in the Family Forest Carbon Program. Visit FamilyForestCarbon.org and enroll today. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. Step outside, let us be your guide. Florence County, Wisconsin. Are you looking for that perfect Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 plus miles of beautiful ATV UTV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to explore, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to exploreflorencecounty.com and plan your trip today. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the Disruption Camo Pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Joining me now is Otto Reitz. He's the founder of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin. Their website is woundedwarriorsunitedwi.org. He was on the show just a couple of weeks ago, and he's back now because they've got a lot going on this summer. Well, Otto, thanks for joining us again, and welcome back. Thanks for having us back. We appreciate it. I visited your place, Country Haven Farm, last weekend on my way home from Eagle River, and I was really impressed. You're way out in the country, not too far from Gleason, Wisconsin, and gosh, that's what, halfway between Eagle River and Antigo, which is about as close to the middle of uh, no place as you can get in Wisconsin, but what a beautiful place you got. Thank you. We like it here. I guess you do. I got that impression. I enjoyed seeing you and Vicky again. It's been a while. And seeing all your animals, especially Sunrise, your newest addition. And tell us about Sunrise. Or Sunshine, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> Sunshine was just born two weeks ago on the farm. She's our second baby that's been born here since we bought the farm two years ago. She's a Scottish Highlander, and she's considered a silver. We've got an array of colors of Scottish Highlanders on the farm here. 
And those are cattle with long horns when they grow up, and, and uh, the females also have the long horns. It's very reminiscent of a Texas longhorn, isn't it? They are. One of the differences is they look like sheepdogs. They have really long hair. You can't see their eyes. They're real fuzzy, furry animals. Yeah, and they were quite docile, I thought. Of course, a lot of cattle, actually, if they're around people, and that's the reason you have these animals, isn't it? More gentle in the cattle world. We've got them all when they were small babies, except for Emma, our cow. And we, you know, we handle them every day and crushed all the time. They're used to being handled with a lot of attention. They're really open to having kids around, and they love animal crackers. The kids fed them animal crackers all weekends when they were here, and For folks who missed the show a few weeks ago when you were on, tell us in a nutshell, what is Wounded Warriors of Wisconsin all about? Wounded Warriors United it takes Wisconsin veterans only on hunting and fishing trips from Idaho to Maine and anywhere in between that we can come up with a trip for them. All expenses are paid by the organization, so there is no cost to the veterans. And what we try to do is get them back into the outdoors and experience new things things that they've always liked to try to do or possibly they used to do and, and have given up when they came back from the service. And, and we get, just get them back in the outdoors and try to help them get back out there and, and go fishing and camping and hunting and, and anything else that they want to do in the outdoors. Now, you've got a couple of hunters lined up for bear hunts uh, this year because when I visited, you had just got back from checking bear baits. So how many hunters are you going to be taking out for bear? Right now, we have six veterans that will be, six Purple Heart veterans that will be hunting in the state of Wisconsin with myself and other guides, volunteers that have stepped forward to help take these guys out. All the tags have been donated to our organization, and what we do then is we go out and look for Purple Heart veterans, because that's one of the ways that you can only transfer a tag, and we find veterans that want to go out and, and bear hunt. And you've had bears hitting these baits, so it looks like you have the chance for success at any rate. Yeah, the baits are, are real hot, real active. We're, we're pretty excited. Last year, we did really good. Everybody filled their tags that were veterans on the bear hunt, so we're, we're pretty comfortable thinking that this year we'll have the same results. Well, I hope so. Now, last weekend, I visited on Sunday on my way home, but Saturday was very busy. That was your community pig roast, and you still had the tent up on Sunday. But tell us what happened on Saturday. How many people came, and what did you do? Well, Saturday was open to the public. It was more of a get-to-know-the-neighborhood or anybody that wanted to come. We had a pig roast, and we just wanted people to come out and see who we are, what we do, and what we have to offer at Country Haven Farm for veterans and veteran families. Uh, we had about 160 people that showed up and went through the farm and spent the day out here. Uh, we had cornhole set up. We had a bounce house. We had uh, the kids' archery set up so they had something to play with and something for everybody. It was just a fun day on the farm. And this was a free event. You did not charge any admission, but... You had some donations, and you actually raised some money to help your cause and to help move you forward a little farther along in that building project you have. Correct. So we wanted it to be free so so people would come out and see it. Uh, we didn't want to charge anybody. We had a lot of great donations to help us get to that point with the beverages and 
the gentleman that came out and did the smoking of the pig and, and all of that. So our cost to put the event on was very minimal, which was you know, obviously good for us. And the people that came out here, very generous, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Seeing the cause, and we had the blueprints up for the cottage and everything, so they could see exactly what we want to build for the future here to have veterans, you know, all year round come out and spend time out in the country. And all in all, it was a great day. We were overwhelmed by some of the donations that we received. We weren't expecting that because it was a free event. We didn't have tons of raffles going on and stuff like that. We had a couple, and we just wanted everything that when people got here that they didn't have to worry about, oh, we should have brought money, and, you know, we got to pay for this, we got to pay for that. And it was just a public awareness about the farm. Uh-huh. And now next weekend, you have another event. This is the one you call Warriors on the Water, right? Yep, that's August 12th. That's that Skipper Buds in Oshkosh. That's an annual event also. We'll have 65 veterans that will come out for half a day of fishing. We'll bring them in around noon, and we bring all the veterans up on stage so we can recognize them all, thank them for their service. They get a really nice T-shirt and a hat and a fishing rod and a bag of goodies, and we have a company down in Oshkosh that donates all the food and everything, so they get free drinks and free food all day long. There'll be raffles and prizes given away all day long. Open to the community. Okay, and you mentioned to me that you could use some help. You need some volunteers, boat captains, and just people on the ground to make sure things go smoothly. We can always use help backing boats into the water. Uh, that's one of our places that we're always in, in desperate need. We have you know, over 50 boats that we've been launching, and we try to launch 50 boats with an hour and a half. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so it takes a lot of skilled drivers to pull that off. Just regular volunteers to go around and help set up after we get the boats in the water. There's a lot of work to get everything set up and ready for the day. And, yeah, come on down and help us out. And how can people get in touch with you? Is that info right on your website? Is that the best way? They can go right to the website, www.wi.org, and fill out a veteran form or a volunteer form, or they can call me at 920-470-1845. Okay, give us that phone number again. 920-470-1845. Okay, and the website, it's www.uwi.org, right? Yep. Which is abbreviation for Wounded Warriors United Wisconsin, www.uwi.org. Well, Otto, I hope you have a good turnout, and I hope the weather is just as good for your fishing outing as it was for your pig roast and picnic. You had gorgeous weather for that, and let's hope it happens again. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thanks so much, and good luck with this next event. And you've got more events coming up this year. People can learn about them on your website as well. Correct. All right. We will talk again, I'm sure. Sounds good. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. You bet. Otto Reitz is the founder of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin. Their website, again, just think of the abbreviation, www.uwi.org, www.uwi.org. WI.org. And you can learn about their 7th Annual Warriors on the Water event out of Oshkosh, Skipper Buds on Lake Winnebago, next Saturday the 12th. And they could use some help. So if you have time and uh, want to give them a hand, get in touch. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com.
Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The Range of Richfield is your ultimate shooting experience. Located on Helson Drive, just north of the Richfield Cabela's store where highways 41 and 45 split, they're also on the web at therangewi.com. And joining us for our monthly conversation about happenings at the range is Range of Richfield President Jim Bobbyash. Well, Jim, welcome back, and thanks for joining us again. Hi, Dan. I always look forward to this time so we can chit-chat a little bit about uh, what's going on, and I hope you're enjoying this lovely warm weather we're having. Well, you know, there has been some respite, as you know, but it's been hot for a good part of, I think July was the hottest month on record, and somewhere I heard the hottest month in 120,000 years, but I don't know. I mean, back then, I don't think anybody was keeping track of months. I don't think so either. Yeah, but I'm so, surprised they had thermometers. So, yeah, so. somehow the people who study, you know, geological history um, can track that kind of stuff. How they do it, I don't know, but I'll take their word for it. But anyway, um, gosh, you've been busy, and you had a, a hot month in, in a different way, didn't you? Yes, we did. You know, I was truly amazed with that warm weather. Uh, I, I didn't, Andy, and everything that was going on, we had Summerfest, we had the EAA, you know, they had the air show, everything was going on, and I, most of the people are outside doing that stuff, especially now that they can finally do it. So I figured that we'd be really slow, and that was quite the opposite. I mean, it's amazing how many people came in to shoot, which was just absolutely awesome. We, we have a lot of folks that take advantage of our $10 Wednesdays. So this is one of our summer specials. So we have both our standard and premium lanes for only $10. Yeah. Uh, which is a, it's a really good deal. So we also have been blessed with some really good uh, uh, deliveries from our vendors. Uh, our, that We've got a lot of uh, Glocks and, and uh, Smith & Wessons, Easy's, Hellcats, Springfields. We have them in stock and ready to go. So uh, if you're looking for something like that, now is a really good time to buy. The store isn't quite that busy, so we can spend more time with you. And if you're anxious to try any of these guns, don't forget about our free gun rental on Thursdays. You rent a, a lane, all right, and your gun rental is free. Hmm. So that includes your, your ears, eyes, and target. So that's like a $15 value. So, you know, again, I always say try it before you buy it. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, and August is a big month for shooting uh, sports because this is National Shooting Sports Month, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, uh, uh, National Shooting Sports Month celebrates the passion that we all have for, for the shooting and, uh, and the pastime it provides. Uh, it provides a lifetime uh, that can be shared with families and friends. You know, at the same time, it reminds the public that shooting is safe and activity enjoyed by millions of Americans and provides excellent opportunity for increased shooting sports participation through fun events and activities held at ranges and retail stores across the country. You and I talk about that, and I think a lot of people who are recreational shooters know that. The scholastic shooting programs, uh, Shotgun Now, and when I was a kid in high school back in the Dark Ages, Rifle Team, those are the two safest high school sports. Safer than bowling, for crying out loud, and a lot safer than football, where you can bang heads with somebody. People don't realize that. It's really great, and again, we here at the range are really trying to get more and more young people involved because that 
tradition seems to have slowed down. There's not as many dads taking their kids hunting and they're not coming in to shoot. So we're really trying to promote it. You know, we're going to push it all month of August. We're going to have some different challenges. There'll actually be some prizes to be awarded. We're going to have some swag from the NSSF, the National Shooting Sports Foundation. Nice. Along with sweatshirts, tees, and other range products that you can win depending on what you, how you shoot. And, and the other thing is all our kids, uh, ages 7 to 17, they can shoot free with a parent or guardian. It's limited to one hour a day, but you can come every day. Wow. Yeah, wow. So get the kids in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it, it's important. We truly try to, you know, work on that. And the same thing now with our vets. Our vets shoot for $10 an hour all month. Hmm. There's a one-hour limit per day, <clears throat> and an ID is required. But they could come in every day for the month if they want, right? Yeah, every absolutely. Wow. $10 in your shooting. Good. What else? Well, we've got some sales going on to accompany that. We've got 15% off our holsters, mags, bench paint knives, and range wear. And we have an, uh, you can enter to win a free individual membership. All you got to do is either purchase a gun or purchase a Liberty Safe, and you'll be entered in to win. And if you are a member and you win, what we will do is extend your membership for an additional year. Nice. It's kind of a nice little treat, and it's purely random. Come on in by 10 guns, you get 10 chances. Yeah, all right. How is your ammo supply? You got guns, but how about ammo? You know something? We have ammo. Matter of fact, we went through there and we got a, a ton of 9mm. So for the first time in a long time, we were willing to sell 9mm ammo out the door. And we're going to sell it for $15.99 per box. Wow. So, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah. We're limiting three boxes per day while the supplies last. So, mm-hmm. again, if, if you're a little low, come on in. Oh, good. All right. Well, how about classes? You kind of slow them down for the summer, don't you? We do, because there's just so many things going on outside. It's hard to get people in here. So the only thing we're having this August are are concealed carry classes on August 6th and August 27th. We'll be starting them up full speed in September on through the rest of the winter months. And then your leagues start again in September, right? Yes. Our Ladies League starts on Wednesday, September 20th. We are Bullseye League, which was very, very, very popular. It's going to start on Tuesday, September 5th. We also have something new this year. It's a small bore rifle league, which begins on Thursday, September 7th. Uh, the small bore rifle league is, is you shoot from four different positions, standing, sitting, prone, and actually laying on the ground. And uh, a lot of folks were asking for that, so we're going to try it, see, it now, see how they like it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, that was my sport in high school, that uh, that and baseball. I, I was on the high school rifle team, as I mentioned, and we shot sitting, yeah. kneeling combined. Five shots sitting, five shots kneeling, and then ten offhand and ten prone. I'm very familiar with that. Well, that's great. Hey, why don't you come in and try it? <laughs> I don't have the rifle to compete anymore, you know. Well, we always have guns here. You uh, okay, I might, I, I might stop in some Thursday. Uh, that'd be great. So we also have a uh, a super summer sale on our Liberty Safes. I, I have actually I'm trying to unload some inventory, what I'm a little heavy on. So we have four specials going on. We've got a USA white uh, safe, which is normally twenty one ninety nine, is now seventeen fifty. So you're saving four hundred and forty nine dollars. Mm-hmm. I, I have a, a USA a black USA fifty. Which was twenty four ninety nine. It's now nineteen ninety nine. So you're saving five hundred dollars there. Yeah. We have a Colonial fifty black again. Was thirty two ninety nine. Now twenty eight fifty. So another four hundred forty nine dollars. And we've got uh, some premium home safes. It's a five 
Premium Home 5. It's a gray marble safe. It was $1,099, and it's now $699. So save $400 there. So uh, there's some pretty good deals. I have limited quantities, and it's uh, only in-store product only. But come on, take a look at you can't can't go wrong with these prices. Yeah, that sounds like a great deal. Well, how about your consignment program? You still doing that? Oh, yeah. The consignment program is just exploding. Um, we had a gentleman stopped in last week to check us out. He heard us, believe it or not, on our show here, talking about your show here. Cool. And he wanted to learn more about it. So I'm happy to report that he liked what he saw and what he heard, and we are now in the process of selling his hmm. guns. So, folks, you got to check it out. It's a great way to earn some extra cash for those guns you just don't shoot anymore. So come on in and let us help you fight inflation. All right. Well, if I'm not trying to sell a gun or don't need a safe or don't want to shoot, just want to talk guns, you're always there, right? Always. You know, one thing we do is, is drive on service. You know, there was somebody in here the other day. That he was in here probably for half an hour just trying to get caught up on what's going on with guns. And we're happy to take the time because we're here to educate people. Come on in. We love to talk. All right. Well, Jim, thank you so much. Have a great August. We will talk to you again at Back to School time. I can't believe it's coming that soon, but it's only a month away. Yeah. All right, Dan, thank you. You bet. Jim Bobby Ash, the president of the Range of Richfield, a lot going on there in August, lots of specials too, so check them out. They are located on Helson Drive, just north of the Richfield Cabela's store, and that's where highways 41 and 45 divide. You can find them on the web also at therangewi.com. I'm Dan Small, more Outdoors Radio, right after this. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90-plus years and your continued support of our local, family-owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs, from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs.
Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the disruption camel pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Ernest Hemingway is one of America's best-loved authors of the 20th century and one whose writing is most easily recognized by his short sentences and understated meaning and a lot of times his themes, war and the outdoors. Hunting and fishing were an important part of his life and often appeared in his writing, and he spent a decade or so living in Key West, Florida, which has become sort of a Hemingway shrine and the setting for the annual Hemingway Lookalike Contest, which is held there in July each year. This was the 42nd annual Hemingway Lookalike Contest, and this year's winner is from Wisconsin. His name is Garrett Marshall. He's from Madison, and he joins us now by phone. Well, Garrett, welcome to the Outdoors Radio Network, and congratulations, Papa. Thank you, Dan. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Well, you and I have a mutual friend, Jack Abrams. You worked with him in Iowa, I believe, early in your careers? Yes, Channel 2 in Cedar Rapids, uh, CBS affiliate, back in 78, 79, 80, right in there. Okay, and then he moved to Milwaukee. You moved to Madison at some point, and I worked mm-hmm. with Jack for nearly 30 years on Outdoor Wisconsin. He's the one you can blame for uh, me getting your phone number. <laughs> yeah, well, he he was he was very polite. He he reached out to me first and asked, "Is it okay mm-hmm. if I give your number to Dan?" And I said, "Sure." He followed protocol. Yes, he did. And both of us being in the TV business, we know you don't just barge in on somebody, even if he's won the very well-known Hemingway Lookalike contest. You were the the winner this year. But this wasn't yep. your first rodeo. How many times have you competed? Well, this was my 10th time on the stage. Actually, the 11th time registered, but the uh, contest in 2020 got canceled. So 10 times across that stage. And I started in 2013, and I've been going ever since. And this is not uncommon for someone to compete multiple years before winning, or before giving up, I guess. True. We have a lot of contestants who have been there multiple years. We have one fellow, Hank. He's been there 29 years. This is his thing. He loves coming down, and actually he's he's not necessarily looking to win, uh, but he's there, and we, we love Hank, and he enjoys it, and he's there every year. And we have a couple other guys who have been there uh, 10, 11, 12, or more years. So, yes, it's, it's a popular event with... Uh, with contestants that uh, are still coming. And this is held at Sloppy Joe's, which is allegedly Hemingway's favorite hideaway, or favorite hangout, I guess I should say, down there in mm-hmm. Key West. And there's more than just a competition. Um, tell us about the the event and the contest. Well, the contest actually uh, is a three-day event. 
starts on a Wednesday and ends on a Saturday. But the entire week for the city of Key West is Hemingway Days. And there are a variety of events that take place. There's a short story contest. There is a 5K run. There is a paddleboard race. There's a three-day deep-sea fishing tournament. And it all culminates with the, the look-alike contest, which is held at Sloppy Joe's. Thursday and Friday are typically the preliminary rounds. And Saturday then becomes the uh, semifinal and final rounds. Through that process, anywhere from 140 to 160 contestants, which varies every year, competes. And there's 60 or 70 on Thursday. They pick 12. There's another 60 or 70 on Friday. They pick 12. And then that comprises the semifinal and final rounds on Saturday. During the off times of the contest itself, there are other activities. We have what's called the running of the bulls. Uh, on Saturday, before the contest that evening, we're out on the side of Sloppy Joe's out on Green Street, and we have four bulls on wheels huh. in pens, okay. snorting, ready to go. <laughs> okay. And there's an auction, there's raffles, and there's a silent auction. Because overall, this is a fundraising event for our scholarship efforts for the College of the Keys. We also have a Cuban yo-yo fishing contest off the dock next to the Conk Republic restaurant, and prizes are won by the contestants for longest fish, smallest fish, or catching something that's not a fish. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, like an old boot or something. Yeah, yeah, something floating in the water. I think somebody this year caught a piece of rope. Okay. You said they picked 12. Who are the judges in this competition? The judges are papas. They are former winners. You can only win once, and once you win, then you are a judge. Okay. Part of the reason that it takes a few years to get through is they need to understand that you're committed and that you're dedicated to this effort. It's not a one-and-done venture. It's a one-and commitment for the rest of your life, hopefully, Uh that you come down. And part of that is because you now have a cadre of friends. You have a family that you've grown to love over the years that you come down there, and we enjoy each other's company. We come down and gather together as papas, and now my role this next year will change. I will be in the judging pit as opposed to on the stage. And it's going to be a learning curve for me in that regard, because nobody knows until you become a papa what that's all about. So I'm in the process of shifting my focus from a wannabe contestant to now a papa judge. Yeah. If you don't know what it takes to win, what did you do to win? How did you stand out? Ultimately, I needed to show them who I was. And you don't get very long on stage to do that. Again, that goes to the longevity of competition because each year they get to know you a little bit more and a little bit better. Your first preliminary round, you have 15 seconds. Oh, boy. That's not very long. It's yeah. like an elevator interview. Yeah. To say something that's logical, that is memorable, and will stick in their mind so when they walk through the list of contestants, they'll have put a check mark by your name or written a note and cast their vote for you to move on. If you move on to Saturday, the semifinal round, you get 60 seconds. Then they will pick five out of the 24 or 25 
that will make it to the final round. And if you make it to the top five, you get two minutes. Uh-huh. What I discovered over the years is that you need to have a theme and you have to be prepared because you don't know what's going to happen from year to year. You can't predict, well, they're looking for this, they're looking for that. That really doesn't apply. So you need to be consistent and have a theme that shows you as a person and who you are. Granted, you need to have a Hemingway look as well. Yeah. And the big joke is, is that the Hemingway would show up himself and not win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> And that could very well be true. There's a lot of good looks. We've got a couple of young Hemingways that are dead ringers for Hemingway in his younger years. And we have some very good older gentlemen who uh, have very good papa looks for his look when he was in his late 50s and in early 60s. So in a nutshell, that's what I did. I finally found a process that worked for me that would showcase who I am as a person. Yes, they've known me for the last 10 or 11 years, but we only see each other once a year over a three-day period. So you really need to be who you are. And when you're on stage, you need to showcase that. You also need to have, obviously, a Hemingway look, whether that's in how he dresses, but also his visage, his beard, his hair. You need to pay attention to all of that. If you want to talk about him, you can, but they know about Hemingway. What I discovered is that they wanted to find out, well, who was Garrett? Uh-huh. The question that is asked of each contestant, why would you make a good papa? Uh-huh. You need to be able to put that into 15-second bite, a 60-second bite, and be prepared for a two-minute bite should you make it that far. For me, it made sense to have a theme and to carry that theme all the way through on all of the days. All right. Well, Garrett, we have to take a break, and actually this show is full with three good segments, and I'm going to have to have you come back and tell us a little more about who Garrett is and how he won this year's competition, and maybe offer some advice for future Papa wannabes if you want to do that. I would love to do that, Dan. You just give me a holler and I'll be there. All right. We will continue this later, folks. I'm talking with Garrett Marshall. He was this year's winner in the Ernest Hemingway Lookalike Contest held at Sloppy Joe's Bar in Key West, Florida. I'm Dan Small. We'll be back with more right after this. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nacita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. Your land is your legacy, but keeping it healthy and thriving means caring for it now and in the future. The Family Forest Carbon Program can help you do right by your land with guaranteed income, help developing a forest management plan, and advice from experts. If you own 30 acres or more of forest land in Michigan, Wisconsin, or Minnesota, you may be eligible to enroll in the Family Forest Carbon Program. Visit FamilyForestCarbon.org and enroll today. Step outside, let us be your guide. Florence County, Wisconsin. 
Are you looking for that perfect Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of unclouded public land with 160 plus miles of beautiful ATV UTV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to explore, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to exploreflorencecounty.com and plan your trip today. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. And Crestliner model end year, uh, model year end rebates have been extended through the end of August. You can check that out. Garmin and Humminbird and Lawrence locators are on sale now. So uh, a lot of opportunities there to pick up some stuff. Also end of the season, uh, tow ropes and, and inflatable tubes and PFDs. If you still need to pick those up, all can be, uh, found at uh, at uh, Cedar Lake Sales, Crestliner uh, can get it uh, all rigged, ready to go. It's a it's a great time to actually go there, grab some deals, find out more details on their website or Facebook page. We're also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camo wear at a price you can afford. Huntworthgear.com and by Ducks Unlimited, a proud sponsor of Outdoors Radio and Duck Hunters Everywhere. To learn more about the world's leader in west wetlands conservation, visit ducks.org. And we're brought to you by the Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association, 60 square miles of fun on the water, castlerock-petenwell.com, and by Woodside Ranch Resort and Conference Center, woodsideranch.com. You can always watch Outdoor Wisconsin reruns on PBS uh, MilwaukeePBS.org, and our Deer Hunt Wisconsin show is archived on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin TV YouTube channel. If you missed anything or you want to go back and listen, uh, you can check out uh, Outdoors Radio online at lake-link.com. Go to the Outdoor Radio page, download this link. You can also check out the Outdoor News website, outdoornews.com slash podcast. You can find Dan on social media at Dan Small Outdoors. Find me at Hardwater Jeff. You know, the DNR just released fish stocking numbers for the Great Lakes for this year, and in all... More than two and a half million salmon, trout, and even walleyes up on Lake Superior were stocked in those two great lakes. And I talked about those numbers with DNR Fisheries Deputy Director Todd College when I fished with Dumper Dan, and Todd was on the boat uh, last week. And I wrote about that trip on the, I think it'll be in the next issue of Wisconsin Outdoor News, which should be out this weekend. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. For more music and upcoming events, visit warrennelson.com. I'm Dan Small here with Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, enjoy your home time and your racing with Bobber. Yeah, we'll thank talk you. To you. We'll talk to you next week. Folks, get outside this weekend and be sure to join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. And the heron is fishing on one cold leg When the loon cries lover in the blue north wind 